Welcome to the She Illuminates the World podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Resnick. This podcast is for mission-driven women and rising leaders who are ready to shine their light and play big in the world. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I'm here with Georgie Doherty, and today we are talking about the moon. And this conversation has been a long time coming. Um, I'm excited. I've been wanting to get a moon episode for, for a while now. So it's here and you're in the right place if you're ready to connect to the moon and the moon energy. So Georgie, get us started. would love to hear more about you and, and how you got into this work. Oh, yeah, great question. Um, well, I'll, I'll be totally honest. This isn't something I ever visioned uh, that this was going to be my work when I sort of started on the journey. Um, but I guess my biggest why was, you know, my journey into motherhood and owning my own business was actually 10 years ago. Um, well, owning my own business first and then became a mother a year later. Um and it was amazing, loved it, loved being a business owner, loved the flexibility, um, but it was full on and it was great up until I got pregnant and had my first baby and then I had all these other little things that I had to do that I didn't even think of and all of a sudden I'm sitting with overwhelm, exhaustion, burnout and, you know, just at the end of each day, um, I'd be basically drinking a bottle of wine to relax because that was what you do. You know, you're a mom, you have a, you own a business. Um, that's just what you do. You get a bottle of wine and drink the wine. It was just normal, eat the crazy amounts of sugar. And that was my life. <laughs> and then it got to a point and then I honestly believe there was had to be a freaking other way to do this. Like I yeah. knew deep down that you could do this like it was possible to have a successful business be a mom have a successful relationship take care of yourself have a life da, 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 da. Like I believe that I just didn't know how to do that because I was in the in that sort of overwhelm burnout exhaustion but and cycle and um so I let everything go and the business obviously that was at that point was the only thing I could let go and I've embarked on the journey of how is this going to work? And so that's how the journey started. Um, it started with yoga. So I did my yoga teacher training. And that's where I got a little insight into energy. I grew made up of all this energy. And I didn't know that. And that that was that um, my first initial connection with self and that which is greater. I didn't understand it. Um at that point, it was just, it sparked my curiosity and I wanted to know more. So I went on my journey and then anyway, fast forward um, to probably, let's see, when did I start? Five years ago. Yeah, five years ago, I started my coaching. Uh, so I found health coaching and life coaching and was very curious about that and how that was going to feed into my life. And I thought, oof, I can have my own business and you know, have flexible hours and be a mum and myself like and 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 so I was like, oh, this is great. So I sort of dive dove into that, loved it. And the piece in I still remember this 
in the coaching, you talked about that which is greater. Yeah. And that was the first time I've you know, heard that. Um, I don't know what they called it back in the yoga, but it's just, that's all I remember now. And I was like, what does that even mean? And it was uncomfortable for me. I didn't have to answer the questions or answer these questions. And I'm like, I don't, I just didn't know. It just didn't, it was uncomfortable and confusing to me. And so I just would skim over it and do the next things that it were easy. <laughs> and somehow I, I don't know when it was, it was like a few years ago, the moon, um, it was the year before COVID. So the moon sort of, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know how it actually <laughs> finally came to me, but it was just this part of me that was like, maybe this is the missing piece. You know, I'm doing all the right things. I'm, um, you know, looking after my body. I'm healthy. I'm let go a lot of my relationship. So I left my partner, um, my ex, yeah, my ex, because that wasn't working. So that's that's a whole nother podcast. And so we let that go. And <laughs> and so I was like, what is missing? And this came to me through a message on I don't know Facebook or something, and I got interested. And that's kind of how the journey started with learning about the moon. And when something sparks my curiosity, I need, and it's so deep, I need to know all of it. <laughs> and yeah. I haven't stopped studying the moon. <laughs> um, there's so many things about astro astrology to burn, but the moon, there's just so many layers to it. And I want to know, and I've been studying it ever since and um, bringing it into my life. And then I brought it into my business and I've created a network and all these things. So it's crazy. <laughs> all came from, I do believe that we can live a more balanced life and we can do all the things that light us up um and so that's where it sort of was born from and wanting this connection and what that could look like in a nutshell yeah I definitely relate to when something sparks my interest I have to go down the rabbit hole and learn everything that's been my journey with trauma and trauma healing and patriarchy and which brought me to the moon and energy work and and I think it's just it's kind of funny. Like, I feel like our ancestors are out there, like kind of laughing at us. Like it's so obvious. And yet we're yeah, like, it's like there oh. this whole time. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, where have we been this whole time? It's there this whole time. It has, it's been like been living under a rock literally <laughs> for so long because it's been available to us this whole time. So that's how mindlessly we walk through life unaware of what's around us right in front of us and and so on and that we just slow down and can appreciate and see there and just yeah and see how we can connect with it and bring it into our lives but yeah it's crazy it's just there and to know <laughs> yeah it's right there I remember I was in Miami last summer and um with some friends and her cousins and one of them studies physics and he they were talking about how the moon controls the tide and, and they were talking about it from like a physics stance. And I was like, wait, this is the same thing <laughs> that we've been talking about in astrology, but astrology is woo, but like the moon and the tide was physics and earth science. And I'm like, no, but like, it's the same thing. It's and, the same. 
Yeah. And then it's, you know, if humans are like 70% water and the moon affects the tide, then it's doing something to us. Whether you like, whether you believe it or not, that's my, I've always said that it doesn't matter if you believe it or not, it's actually happening. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you don't believe that we're connected because we just are like, it just, whether you're aware of it or not, it's just, it's happening 24 seven. So yeah. So, okay, let's, let's talk um, about what the moon does to us and the cycles. Let's start there. Yeah. Okay. So the cycle. So um, how I, so I'm going to use how I use them like within my life. And then of course, you know, I help um, my clients how to use the moon in their lives and and so on and so on. So we'll start with, um, and I like to always just sort of guide it like what you, what you can see, <laughs> like it's tangible as well, mm-hmm. um, because I'm not, I wouldn't classify myself as like a woo person. And if you saw me or had a conversation with me, you wouldn't even know that that's me. I don't walk around in different clothes and crystals and, <laughs> you know, this is a practical part of living. And so, um, yeah, so sort of bring the practicality and the spirituality and I blended it and uh, create that balance for them within their own life. So taking like um, the new moon. So when the moon is like dark um, in the sky, so you, essentially you don't see the moon. Um, and so at that point of the cycle is when the energy is at its lowest. So like we're looking at 0% energy. And at that point, so if there's no 0% energy, it's not a time to take action, essentially. It's not, that's not the time to go and go full out and do all the things. And so the action is equals no new moon when it's the new moon. Mm-hmm. And so at that point of the cycle, that's when we sit down and we plan, plan, plan like the, the month ahead or the year ahead, whichever, depending on the time of the year. And that's when we sort of visualize. So we want to tap into, um, you know, our our true selves and that which is greater because those visions and those dreams manifest and attract it to us. So that's why it's so important to slow down during the new moon and really set those intentions, really set those intentions and clear intentions of what you want, what you desire and make it clear that it is already happening. Mm. So you want to visualize, you want to feel. So it's all about the feeling. The moon is all about emotions and feelings. So you want to tap into that. So if we've got any sort of blocks, we will get the messages um, or we will experience an external <laughs> challenges when there's blocks within us. So that's why we want to really set those int- clear intentions at the new moon and then visualize, dream, and um, sort of, affirm that it's already happening so that's sort of the the sort of the nutshell of the new moon and where you can find that I mean you can go and google (laughs) basically and find out when the next new moon is Uh, there's so many sites that you can use um, and, and download the apps the calendar apps to find out when the new moon is um and think about the new moon as new beginnings it's the start of the new lunar cycle and then as we move from so yeah I want to keep this simple as we move from the new moon to the full moon 
So as she grows bigger in the sky, so as we can see, not at the moment, I actually saw it early hours of this morning, the moon is basically halfway. So mm -hmm. it's starting to get bigger. Um, so we're going closer to the full moon. So we're at the halfway point. This is called the waxing cycle. So between the new moon and the full moon, we're waxing. The moon is growing bigger in the sky. And so is our energy. So we're moving from that 0% and going all the way to 100%, which is the full moon. And that's when we want to start to slowly take action. So it's a momentum. It's not going full force, full out there, you know, getting everything on your intention list, your to-do list straight away so that you can get your intentions done and tick it off. That's not <laughs> what that's about. It's really taking your time step by step and using that energy that's available. So it's a sort of momentum. And so that's a two-week period. So the waxing cycle. And this is where we really take action. And then when we get to the halfway point, so between the, the new moon and the full moon is the first quarter moon. So that's, of course, where you see half light, half black in the sky, to be simple. Um, that's when it's really time for you to step it up. Mm. Really time to step up your intentions. And what might happen during that time is the universe or that which is greater likes to test you on, is this really what you want? So at this point of the cycle, you might be faced with challenges. You know, so it's not a time. So this is a time of the cycle. A lot of people quit and go, oh, it's too hard. Oh, why is this all happening? Oh, my goodness, I can't do this. It's just so much. So it's an opportunity to step it up. Because if this is really what you want, you know, how can we move through these challenges? What helpful support can we reach out to? Um, where can I delegate? Like it's asking yourself, what do I need to do to keep going so I can um, create those intentions that I so want and desire? And so then that moves us all the way up to just before the full moon, where it's like bulging. So it's like the gibbous. Um, moon and that's where you just really go for it like any last minute things that you need to do or want to do that's aligned with your intentions really put it in because if you're aligned with that energy you're going to have the energy to do it now if you're not you don't have the energy this so there's a whole nother conversation but the best most simplest way to start with is if you're not aligned with the waxing, like the growing and the taking the action, reconnect with yourself in nature. So get out in nature, connect with the elements so that you can you know, create that energy. And of course, there might be some blocks, but that's all coming in the waning cycle. So you really just want to go for it in those two weeks. The full moon, as we know, is that big, bright, beautiful being in the sky <laughs> that we all love to see. And that's when a lot of emotions are high. So a lot of people can be affected by the full moon in different ways. Um, once again, it's just, it's an opportunity to dig deep. So if anything needs to come to the surface, um, it might come around at that point. So that's where they say we're kind of crazy at the, at the full moon and our emotions and all that. Well, it's true. <laughs> like if there's shit that needs to come through, um, and needs to heal or needs to be said, that's when it will come through. But what we learn is to sort of um, when to 
sort of speak <laughs> or to release it. So think about the full moon now is waning back to the new moon. So that's a time of release. So anything that you want to share, um, so like with work, for example, if you want to do like a talk or workshop or you've got some important information to share, that's a great time to do it, that first week of the waning cycle because the moon is now releasing her light, releasing the energy, and, you're, and if you're connected, you'll be doing the same thing. You're releasing that light. So everything you've learned, the wisdom you've gained, um, the emotional intelligence as well, that, that's all coming through that waning period. So that's the two weeks. And the last week of the waning um, period, this is when, once again, the moon's getting smaller. So is our energy. So this is where we really want to start to slow down um, this is not where a time to start anything new. So it's not about like taking that full-on action. It's about adjusting and tweaking, seeing what worked, what didn't work. If it didn't work, how can I let this go? How can I release it so that I can be open to receive the next thing in the new lunar cycle? So if it's not working, you will get the messages and that's an opportunity to release and let go. So that's how you want to see the full moon to the new moon and just before we hit the new moon um there's this dark moon the balsamic moon and this really is a time so if you if you're going to pick one time in the month to retreat from the world and do fuck all and just let it all go and take yourself away that's the best time to do it because that's when it's time to go inwards and really just reflect on the month that's gone reflect on you and really take care of your inner self. So whatever that may look like for you. So that's a really good time to do that because we're about to start the, the new moon and the waxing cycle again. So the energy picks up. So we slow down to speed up. And so that's how, in a nutshell, the cycles of the moon and how you can use it in your life, basically. Yeah. And the only thing I want to add to that and something that I learned that was, that's mind blowing is it's the same as the menstrual cycle. Like the phases are actually exactly the same as the menstrual cycle where, um, follicular is new. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Menstrual is new moon, right? Yes. However, um, for some people, um, they will measure it on the full moon. And then that's a release. Oh. So it's not always the same. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like if, so what I, my understanding is if you don't have a menstrual cycle, so people who are menopausing, um, right. at menopause, um, they would follow like the new moon. Like that's when they would menstruate. Like that's my understanding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm yeah. just saying like um, the phases are the same. Not like your yes. cycle might be on a different timeline as like the moon cycle, but like the actual phases line, like are kind of the same of like you do, like you rest at this point, you're building up at this stage. Yeah. So you would plan on the, like the day of your menstrual cycle, which is associated with like the new moon. Um, yes. But it yeah. is, yeah. it is to exactly. keep in mind that yes, some of us menstruate like on the full moon and yeah. we release during that time. Um, so we release during the waning cycle and then some of us start at the new moon and it's, so it's a different 
so the energy is different as well and so it's like okay when I have my period um it's at the new moon it's a great it's when I have actually my best creative stuff and that's when I'm going to do my work whereas at the full moon um it could be the opposite so it is it's always checking in with self always um and in connection rather than following it like it's supposed to be this way (laughs) um yeah yeah Yeah. so it is really fascinating how we are and it's connected and then yes so if you are not in alignment right with the with the moon energy and the cycles um that will show you're going to have probably some a lot of painful ish painful periods missed periods and so on but of course there's so many layers to that it's like what else is happening in my life um the stress the overwhelm and so on and so on and so on so there's so many parts to it but simplicity for the simplicity of it it is just simply noticing like oh that's my i have my menstrual cycle at this time of the moon how can i work with that energy rather than against it mm-hmm. and resist it mm. yeah yeah and i think mm-hmm. you were saying like checking in with self first versus this is what should happen. I feel like that is so important and it needs to be said a bajillion times over and over and over again is like you listen to your body first. Yeah. Yeah. It's saying, I cannot, I say, I don't know how many times I say that, yes, we have this available to us as a guide. However, it is, you got to check in like the way my body is so different to yours. Mm-hmm. And the way that I connect with the moon and the cycles is, will be so different to yours because there's another layer, you know, we, we've got our birth chart <laughs> and yeah. when we were born to so this other planets and play and so on. So there's, it is a rabbit hole. So it is this like, how we, how can we make this simple for everybody to use it in their lives? And it's the first thing is this, yes, it's there. And you first check in with you first, you, 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 and then see where the connection is of that out there yeah I mean the birth chart would be like <laughs> the next oh my God. <laughs> I, don't worry I have another uh, podcast episode scheduled on birth chart so it's crazy yeah like um, I think I need a whole other lifetime to come back just so I can keep so it's crazy <laughs> right because it's also like depending on what your moon sign is is also going to impact the energy right of how you relate and and that's a whole other thing Uh, I didn't I mean I'm a Virgo sun and I wasn't resonating with the Virgo sun and then somebody pointed out my moon and my rising and then I was like oh there it is (laughs) like now it makes sense yeah I'm not going crazy this is this and it is it's um oh yeah I'll let you ask the question because yeah, it's so, it's crazy. (laughs) I mean, okay. So I know the, I'm going to do a whole other episode on birth chart. So that's coming to anyone listening. Um, But let's talk about like the disconnection from the, like why we're disconnected. And cause I know like for, for most of us, I feel like we're like, oh, this is so overwhelming. Like, I don't even know how to get started. And I think there's so much to be said about why we're so disconnected and it's not your fault. Um, but I would love to talk a little bit more about like where that even comes from. When you say disconnected, disconnected from ourselves, like, yeah, you know, you know yeah. the moon, why yeah. we're so disconnected. 
I mean, I think, I mean, the thing that comes up to me the most with that disconnect is coming from our conditioning and our beliefs that we were sort of, that we brought up with, because we're, our beliefs basically create our entire experience. So what we believe is what we create. So if we're, you know, born into a society that, you know, glorifies um, that you, your purpose in life is to go to school, (laughs) go to high school, go to college, get a job, get married, have kids. It's all about the money, blah, blah, blah. Like it's just um, that um, one way of thinking, very narrow-minded. I don't like that word. It's just that, that one way of this is how we do things. Of course, what ends up happening is we are disconnected because that's not how life works. Life goes in cycles and flows. And some people aren't don't want to go to all of those schools and aren't actually here to study and so on and so on. So we're disconnected, I feel, I believe, and there's probably so much more, I probably need more time to think about it, um, because of our beliefs and our conditioning because our, our habits, right? So whatever our habits are and are aligned with that, that's our essence of our lives. So we're mindless. We're not mindfully walk, moving through life. We're not even aware. Um, so there is that big disconnect. Like I said, I, it's available to us, but I'm just walking through life because this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to do go to school and go to uni and I'm supposed to get a job and I'm supposed to get married because that's just what people do. Mm-hmm. Um until you realize that, oh, wait, there's there's something missing. Why am I having all these problems? And I'm getting diagnosed with all these things and the doctor's telling me this, but I don't feel that's correct. What's, what is it? Um, and yeah, so it is, it's not trusting in ourselves because we're hearing what's around us and we don't know who to believe. There's so much information out there. We're getting our information from our parents grandparents and so on and now we're living in the world of social media um more information and google and so we kind of a little bit lost really we're so lost on what's correct because we're constantly looking for that external validation and we don't know how to trust ourselves and and find that internal validation and so it's that of course in that kind of space we are disconnected from the moon that which is greater and it's also like for a lot of people really the moon how's the moon supposed to help you like it's it's such a it's so simple it's in some ways it's too simple how can something like that change your life and create that connection and that balance like how is that it's too simple (laughs) humans like to be complicated you know it's like, but we have all this stuff, like, that can't be right. It's just, I don't know. That's my thing. It's like, it's there's so much simplicity in it um, that people find that hard to believe. Mm, and it's just, okay. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd have to sit on that. But that's my take on um, what, that disconnect, simply going with, you know, people I've spoken to, my own experience, what I'm experiencing in my own you know, family, um, friends, etc. So, yeah, that's my sort of take on the disconnect. Mm. Yeah. How has your life opened up since studying all this? Like, what would you say? Oh. Is the biggest, yes, the biggest thing. I'll be the, the, 
this is probably not the, the norm, but my emotions. My goodness. So my emotions have opened up. My able to express them freely. Um, I say that because, you know, I, my entire life and probably most people suppress our emotions. You know, we feel a certain thing and we don't know if we're allowed to feel that or we don't understand the feelings. And so we naturally go towards something that's going to push them down because it's so big because we've been told that we can't express that way. We've got to you not know, come from a generation of seen and heard. <laughs> so that's years of suppression. So the moon, which of course is all about emotions um, and our needs and what has opened up is able to express them without having to suppress them. So now, and it's uncomfortable because it's something new because I'm not using food or um, exercise or keeping busy or running away or traveling even at this point um, to suppress those. It's now, okay, now I have to, now the next thing is to express them. And so the moon is able to do that. And through that expression, oh my goodness, it's just the clarity so much clarity um, and so much more connection to myself and others and that which is greater, which has given me the ability to do more, which is amazing. Like actually do more. I mean, I'm a, I'm a mom of many children yeah. <laughs> um, and pregnant again and you know, oh my, my partner and we're in a, yeah, you know, still technically like navigating our way in this pandemic and, I've been able to, I have more energy, even though physically I'm not in a good state right now. I can't walk. It's a long story. Um, but I've just got more energy to do things like with my mind. It's crazy um, because of that releasing of my emotions and not feeling guilty to the way that I feel and I don't have the need to um, keep suppressing them. So that's, the biggest I mean there's so many other things but that's the biggest connection I have with the moon is knowing I'm not crazy those emotions are part of who I am I have multiple multiple personalities in the way that I do things <laughs> and that's normal it's so normal and I don't have to hide any parts of me anymore because the moon shows me that every part of me is true and exactly who I am and I'm not going to suppress it anymore so it's given you the validation to feel the emotions. Yeah, feel the emotions and my multiple personalities, all part of the process, who I am. It's right. so beautiful. Because yeah. it's all wholeness. Amazing. Anything else that you want to add that maybe we haven't touched on that feels really important? Um, what I will say is something that you said about like, the moon like our moon signs highly recommend mm. go and looking into your moon sign because it will unlock a lot about how um like what you need how you need and how you express your emotions like it will unlock that so it's if your moon sign isn't in your sun sign you know you're going to express yourself very differently so if you've got like leo in your moon sign and virgo in your sun you're going to express your emotions very differently to a Virgo as such. And you're yeah, going to need, yep. you're going to need 
those get your needs met differently. And so actually finding out your partner's moon sign and your moon sign is actually a great love language of like what your partner needs to get their needs met and yours and how to communicate that. And what do you have to work through um, and let go so that you can communicate better and get your both your needs met, even though they're completely opposite. Yeah. So to how that's another podcast, I think, <laughs> but highly recommend. Yeah, if you do anything, that will change your yeah. communication relationship with self and others. Yeah, it was because I'm Virgo Sun and Aries Moon, which are very different. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's why. I yeah, did. that's why you, why you need to know that. <laughs> that's why I wasn't resonating with the Virgo, and then I'm Aries Moon and I'm Pisces Rising, and Pisces also very different. Not so different. Virgo. Yeah, it is a game changer, and I think that was. For me, because I'm a sun, I'm a Capricorn sun, and I'm a Leo uh, moon, and completely different. And that was the part of me that I've been suppressing for so long, my moon, my Leo moon, because it's such a fiery emotion. Um, And they need to be loved and adored. And I was, and I'm very detached. So I wasn't even getting my needs met. at all and I was just suppressing those emotions um, because they are fiery um, and I wasn't letting that come through so my um, solution to that was to run away like go live somewhere else or go travel um, or control it with food or exercise or, or study something else so I didn't have to feel those fiery emotions and now that I understand it and I've embraced it and I've experimented with them like Oh my god, that's freedom! It feels so, it feels so good to get that out and just say it the way that I'm supposed. I want to say it, not suppress them, because I thought it was wrong and incorrect. So yeah, something else change. I heard recently is um, your self care routine should match the moon sign. Yes, and yes, I mean I believe if we go if we follow the cycles of our chart. Um, I mean, self-care and you as a priority is like, if you're going to make an intention or set a business plan, that should be the first thing. (laughs) Um, And if you follow the cycles of your house and where the moon's at, it's like using that element um, of that sign there. So it's the moon is one and the other one is your sixth house because the sixth house is all about your health and your daily routines. So whatever sign is there, of course, other planets, that's also another way of how to incorporate self-care into your life and how to, so it's a bit of both. So whichever sign is in the sixth house. Yes. Based on where the moon is at. (laughs) Yeah, so the moon, well, yeah. So your sixth house is all about health. So whatever sign is there is the way that you would um take care of your health um and your daily routines so if you've got like Aries there you'll be a lot more quicker fast like you've got to get you you know in that sense like getting your energy high um whereas if you've got like cancer um which is more sort of that um intuitive slower um more yoga yin (laughs) energy so doing like high intensity exercises for example won't quite resonate with your body and once again always checking in with self 
Right. Oh, and this, oh, this is your brick yeah. chart based on where it's the six houses on the chart. Uh, do I have it? No, I don't even know. I was just giving an example of like how different we can move yeah. our bodies if we've got a certain sign there. Right. So in other words, you know, one size doesn't fit all basically when you dive deeper into your birth chart. I know, I know. And it's to go into the houses <laughs> right now, it's just a whole other <laughs> rabbit hole. So, yeah. you know, to segue into how can people learn more? How can they stay in touch with you? Because as we know, this this is, we are barely scratching the surface right now. Yes, it's crazy. Um, where can I find, well, I've, everything's on my website, uh, which is all actually getting rebranded at the moment, um, but it's all there. It's georgiedoherty.com. That's Perfect. where, and yeah, everything will be linked there. Um, and you can find me there. Perfect. And we'll, we'll also have that in the show notes as well for, for anyone that is starting out on this journey, which is me. Um, I just recently got into astrology and it's fascinating and eye-opening. Yeah. I just, yeah. Have fun with it. And same thing with everyone. It's there as a guide and not to follow as like a strict diet. (laughs) Um, like take what you want and experiment with it see what works what doesn't work and and so on but the the essence of it is to know it's available and get on with life mm-hmm. because that the challenges of life is where we actually really start to embrace it more so instead of resisting those challenges that occur in the month it's an opportunity to embrace it and it flows a lot. That's where that flow comes in. Flow isn't isn't about rainbows and unicorns. It's about understanding that those challenges that arise are part of something within you that needs to be healed and a lesson that you're here to learn. So it's how can I flow with it? How can I embrace it instead of resist it and feel exhausted, drained, and some health problems after the fact? So that's that flow um, that people are that mention a lot of. Mm. beautiful beautiful well thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you in the next episode bye if you love what you heard go ahead and give this podcast a follow i would love to hear from you so head on over to instagram and send me a message at jocelyn underscore resnick with all of your ahas insights and inspirations thanks for listening